0: Hi I'm Heather and I'm Natalie. Welcome to Loving Difference where we bring together anyone looking for new ways to live in their newer diverse relationships.
1: Whether you're comfy with a cuppa or out and about it's great you're here. So let's dive into our next conversation. Hi Heather. Hello,
0: welcome everybody. So big one today, episode two, and we thought we'd just go straight in with communication.
1: Oh my gosh, such a massive topic though, isn't it? I think for me and for my clients, it's like top in the top three topics that people get in touch with me needing to like deal with, massive, really massive. Yeah, so why are we talking about that today?
0: Well, partly because we've got a course coming up Compassionate yep. communication um our eight-week course starts on yep. july 1st yeah um so we really wanted to make everybody aware of that but also yep. just just because it is it's one of our pillar foundation pillars isn't it because of that fact that it is so impactful and also although it's such a big topic we are often very mindless about it aren't we we just don't really think we just speak we react yeah. um we're not aware of what's in control we're hijacked quite often yeah. by our nervous systems yeah and um yeah it can really cause a lot of breakdowns in relationships and um, and but the great thing is is you can learn to do that differently yeah. that's an area where you can make changes yeah. and even better it doesn't even matter if your partner's on board with you or not
1: oh i like that. I yeah. like that when we have, don't have to uh, get other people to join in. So um, how how was this for you before you had new ways to figure stuff out? How, how Yeah, let's share a bit. So how was it for you before you had different ways to handle communication? Really difficult, actually. Yeah.
0: Really difficult. I, I found myself getting very defensive. So yeah. I live in a household where there's a really strong negativity bias. And I just mm-hmm. had this urge this drive that it was my responsibility to correct change challenge defend mm. everyone and everything mm. Um, mm. and then I'd get quite emotional about that and because I really do feel passionately that I, I really don't like that that kind of thing <laughs> going on
1: you know yeah. so not- kind of conflict is tough anyway like I'm definitely a conflict or certainly was conflict avoidant um it wasn't something or it, you know tough conversation hard conversations i was like really found those really hard oh yeah definitely
0: avoid uh, i just yeah yeah, i got into avoiding but i think the reason i got into avoiding so badly is because every time i did try and have those conversations i was hijacked by my own nervous system which went made made me go into this kind of defensive emotional state and then the reaction was oh god eye rolling you know that Mm-hmm. and you just you'd get oh god here she goes again you're over emotional you're over sensitive and i really mm-hmm. started ending up believing that i mm-hmm. just really felt like i hated that response anyway so i thought yeah. well if that's what yeah. but that's what i'm gonna get i'm just gonna stop
1: yeah i think for me there was a number of things there was certainly the media i did a lot of mediating where there were you know just communication breakdowns all over the place between you know individuals in the in the house and. Um, certainly me and, uh, Pete, we, I, I really remember a few things like certainly hamster wheel communications or conversations that just went round and round and round, and we never got any different outcome. Um, and then the end you kind of just avoided those. And there was another thing where. Conversations would just get cut off. So like, uh, there, I would be trying to talk about something, but it seemed like they were just, either the topic would get changed or it would just turn, I don't know, it would just sort of end. Like people would even walk away. uh, And I was like, oh, we're done. Um, I just was, it left me completely just confused. I just got really confused and anything emotional, yeah, was just always really difficult. And in the end, I think like you, I just stopped mentioning or talking about anything that was certainly emotionally related. yeah it was just really really messy like and painful like, i know
0: it was horrible. messy and it was just upsetting and really upsetting. I felt a huge disconnect in the relationship mm-hmm. um i recognize a lot of what you've been saying as well mm-hmm. there i've definitely got you know into this situation where i felt it was my responsibility to sort out everybody else's relationship mm-hmm. in the house yeah. um that kind of swift changing of topic which i now recognize as was you know really that was okay a message that the capacity for this type of conversation is over and it's not that anxiety has got
1: really high yeah yeah yeah,
0: absolutely Mm -hmm. and that maybe we just need to find a signal or a way you know we have new ways of just kind of you're saying actually let's come back to this later that i'm at capacity Mm -hmm. or just even being very mindful about Mm -hmm checking in when it is appropriate to have those conversations put in some kind of boundary in around how long we're going to have those conversations. what is your capacity for that kind of a conversation and yeah. and just kind of you know setting it up to be successful rather than setting it up to fail and that's yeah. there are so many things you can do without any kind of um buy-in or yeah. you know and, and that we love that here in love and love difference. we are not about changing anybody else we are about making the changes that we have the capacity to do yeah. which then kind of have a positive impact on our relationships and how it goes in the household
1: yeah uh, without- i remember when i started to feel better and i had more capacity i had capacity to ask some of those questions I can remember saying to Pete like how long could you talk for or what capacity do you have and certainly the negativity was another big issue for us but yeah. um that started to really help just to know that and even just to let him know something more about when we both had a bit more capacity this thing about conversations just seemed to cut off he still doesn't know really what he does or how what's going on there because like you say it's unconscious unaware mindless in a way because we're just doing what we've what we always do and we don't have any different ways to think about it
0: It, it's a it's a behavior that that solves a a problem so there's Mm -hmm. you know if you look at it like that it's just an adaptation isn't it and he's doing what he needs to do yeah and I think the thing is is once we understand that and we can then have compassion for it instead of feeling frustrated and angry that they're just like cutting us off mid-sentence it's Yeah, it's just a lot about a lot, a lot about awareness and you knowing
1: which conversations are hard because conversations yeah. that say for you and I are really easy for um, for me, for me and Pete or for other family members, they're very tricky, challenging anxiety inducing mm-hmm. conversations. So it's it's recognizing that communication uses that's a bit massive for me uses energy in our house. It's not an easy thing. So it needs more capacity to be able to do it well. That's a really
0: good point actually. It is it is exhausting. Can be really but exhausting. It really can be. You know, we sit sit together and we go out and we we you know and um, we'll talk really for hours ever. and hours and days and days without any problem and it's filling and filling our buckets. But those really difficult conversations or for mm-hmm. some people just everyday interactions yes. are really exhausting. Yeah. And yeah, that's another thing, just to yeah, we do talk a lot about compassion, self-compassion and compassion for others. Mm-hmm. Um, Some of
1: the big topics. I was just thinking of a really fun, like an example that just came up for me this weekend, and I know it's the same for you and I. Like booking a trip or making an arrangement for something, say, and I did it with a friend this weekend, and and I was almost surprised myself how quickly and how easily we did it. Like worked out when, what will we do, and and it was all done. I literally like, I don't know, like half an hour and i really you know in our house we figured out i know that actually this is several weeks of conversations mm-hmm. and safety around the communication and some of these things which is not to make it sound like completely daunting and horrendous but it's just that recognition how different communication needs are and mm-hmm. how we need to adapt not change who we are in that respect but adapt to and just align with and know more what our what we need and what others need and then what's kind of the third way to find that can
0: yeah it's about finding a way through that solutions, isn't it collaborative ways that you know so that you're both communication ways it's not about one person getting their needs met and the no. other one not getting their needs met you know we want as good a solution as possible so everyone feels heard validated and that the solution suits them and you know that's not always Possible. I'm not like silver lining it all, but but I think if we go into the communication with that intention, with yeah. that kind of value, yeah. um, and with with good heart, yeah. I think. I think intention
1: is such a massive thing. It is much more intentional communication, and yeah. with much more awareness of, st- of stuff that we just had no idea about before. So tell me more about the course, Heather. How's it going to work?
0: So it will be on. Um, weekly sessions yeah. um, about an hour
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, from in the uk that'll be four to five yeah
1: um
0: but wherever that is on your time zone we've yeah. got people from all over so um try to find a time that would work within the working day of
1: you're day with sarah people. who's in um, sarah's They're on the east coast of the states
0: yeah. yeah so she's she's doing it in a different time zone yeah. and um we'll have six the first six sessions will be kind of mostly sort of content teaching led. Um there will be facilities to ask questions and in our course environment you can post questions and we can address those as well. And then the last couple of sessions will be really dedicated to your communication challenges, questions, um really allowing you to do some practice if anybody wants to come forward and, and do some role play or Sarah and I will pick out your query and, and go back and forth and just, just show sometimes it's really good mm-hmm. to, um, recap. So you yeah. go back and you, you look at a situation which was a bit of a disaster and, and the way I started practicing was literally that I would then go back and write down where I saw that went wrong, mm-hmm. actually what I could have done, what I could have said, cause that started getting some of those pathways in my head.
1: Mm. Um, it's but definitely also practice, the isn't it? it isn't it, it is it, practice. it's something you can learn the tools and you're going to give people tools and the awareness that they need but that they can then week Absolutely. by week be um you know get getting better at but it's the practice it's just knowing you are going to do it it's going to go wrong it's still going to be tough for a while you know but you do that with the support of you and Sarah and with others who are Absolutely. trying out the same stuff
0: yeah, and it's about having some time and space around it to really think about what your values are, intentions, all those kind of things that we we don't tend to have time to think about. And then, you know, and then we're going to go deep into the process, the actual steps by step, what you can say, mm-hmm. which is a bit more of the script. Mm-hmm. But the entire course is way, way more than the script because we're really going to be looking at your nervous system and your defences and your stories and narratives and everything that's really formulated the responses that you tend to have
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and we also you know a lot of it is about learning to take a pause
1: yeah okay yeah for okay. Sure. that is like the it's hardest slowing thing. well slowing everything down a bit isn't it yeah it's Slow down. about slowing communication down yeah. we're trying to get so much often so much done in a short time yeah so much in one conversation you know that's one of the things that i know has been beneficial for us is to slow the whole thing down and be doing trying to solve less in that time yeah
0: and actually that's really frustrating because you want to get you kind of get quite solution focused don't you yeah and what we want to be is relationship focused
1: yeah for sure
0: thing you know we don't we want to keep connections you know we don't want to just problem solved to the end of the problem you know that's not the issue the relationships the important thing and
1: yeah and not coming with the solutions i know that's that was a huge lesson for me but i know you'll dive into that yeah who is this for it's um just remind us who this is for for anybody in neurodiverse relationships families um so it's for it's for all all neurotypes isn't it it's for everybody compassionate
0: communication is key for everybody yeah um but you know we're loving difference. So of course, we have neurodiversity and neurodivergence very much at the top of our minds. So we'll be honoring difference and different types of communication needs and um, ways that you, you choose to do that. And we'll be honoring, you know, different sensory processing and different nervous system reactions. And yeah, so it's for everybody, but particularly we're sensitive to the fact that that, you know, sometimes communication can
1: be an issue in, in neurodiverse relationships. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, so you and, and obviously you and Sarah leading that have exactly that experience and we bringing that and your examples and your experience into that. It's not it goes beyond kind of just teaching the.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and to, to be honest, and one of the interesting things is that Sarah and I have both have very, very different wow. communication needs and working even to put a course together with Sarah, you know, it's needed some adapt. From both sides, because yes. um, this would be way too long for her. <laughs> I know. Like, know. Please can we do it in
1: less than two minutes? Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the videos I've done with Sarah for the course—it's like no, we've got to get it under a minute. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I understand. So how uh, do people join? Heather, how do people hop in and get in? It starts on the first of July. So how do like,
0: So somewhere around this video, yeah, um, there will be a link. Yeah. Uh, yeah, click on the link. Um, if you're not in Love Indifference already, you need to sign up, make an account. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a one off payment, or you can join Love Indifference, it's up to you. There's two options when you come in. Um, and then you'll find your way into the course environment. There's a video in there already to give mm-hmm. you a bit of an orientation and through there, we'll have all the links to the live sessions, and that's where we're gonna post the um, videos afterwards, as well as all your resources.
1: Yes, there's replays. Yeah, there's if you activities. can't make the, lives, the live sessions, I know there's gonna be replays, isn't there? If you can't make yep, the six, them on the day. The
0: six workshops will be all, all available on replay, so the teaching content's all going to be available. We won't post the playbacks for the practice sessions because we really want everyone to feel really comfortable and I think once they think it's going to be posted, everyone's going to go, oh, I don't want to do that then. Yeah, so yeah, that's perfect. why we're really mindful. We want everyone to feel really safe and secure yeah. and, and able to bring your own personal challenges. So I mean, obviously, if you don't want to go um, live with those, you can post a question to us or send us a message. and um, We'll pick up the kind of the gist of it in an anonymous way. So that's the other way of doing that as well. And, so um, What would you say then is,
1: is- what's been the biggest difference it's made for you and like you personally and your family or your relationship your household in learning these new these different ways of doing this
0: yeah um so much less energy wasted yeah so much less energy wasted i just yeah calmer less reactive i feel more in control of what i'm i'm doing and 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 not always i'm human yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've been practicing this for a long time and sarah and i will both completely honest we do lose it you know we're not perfect but the thing is is we're very aware of what happens so afterwards we can go right yeah hijacked I have something to to repair there I have a reconnection to make rather than just feeling that it's everyone else's fault and they made me angry and you know it's their job to apologize you know I'm, I'm much better at doing that and actually that's really powerful yeah. really powerful yeah and empowering think, this stuff is already empowering yes
1: yeah yeah i think that's a really good word um i think for me it's been um yeah better connections with each person in my household it's just improved the relationship um with that and i think overall in the house yes there's just a calmness you know there and like you say it doesn't mean that sometimes it doesn't no there isn't a blow up or something doesn't doesn't happen but um you, we, we, it doesn't have as much impact these days as what I notice no, we can recover from same. it more quickly um and yeah it is the things do get handled in just a much more mindful intentional way um, because we're aware more aware of our of, of what we tend to do I think as well so we can be more mindful of each other's needs I think that's really really been really really helpful Yeah, and it doesn't mean everybody's all at the same level in the house with all of this, but it really models something. I think that's the other thing. I was just, you took the words out of my mouth. I was just going to say that. I was just like,
0: I want to say that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) absolutely, yeah, as parents here, I just feel so pleased that... um, yeah, I'm now modelling a little a better way of communicating and a kinder, a more compassionate way and, uh, and modelling ways of making that repair and connect. Yeah. I and need what I really do to sort of need to work thing. on, Natalie, is that we don't finish off each other's sentences because that's still a challenge.
1: I know, and I don't interrupt, but I am an interrupter, so I'm sorry.
0: We are. Um, yeah, but <laughs> there's still room for improvement.
1: Thank you. <laughs> and um i and I've definitely noticed in learning some of these skills and language and different ways of being in communication you it, it does model and i do i have seen now has it has't not been immediate, but you do see the ripple effects of that, and you hear i sometimes do hear the same phrases or similar words or a way of asking or a way of requesting something or a, which has a different just has different energy to it a different words to it from other people in my um, home who've, who haven't learned any of this stuff. And so I think it, it but the, the person that benefits most really is you. Um, you know, it's not, a lot of people say, well, why do I have to do all the work? But you know, cause you'll be better for it, that's why
0: yeah and and you're and you feel like you just feel better you feel better if you communicate better it's just simple as that the benefits come back to you you may have done the putting the work in the first place but definitely comes back and um yeah and for parents partners you know really everybody it's um it's one of those things actually it should just be on the curriculum
1: I know. So, we're doing a good thing we're doing a good thing. So, um, look, yeah, look out for the link around this video or on the audio wherever you're listening or watching, and um, we look forward to you joining. Yeah, it'll be great yeah. to have you.
0: hop on in, and you get to to look around the network as well, yeah. and all 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 of our content on the Loving Different site is available while you're in there for the course. So, yeah, have a nose.
1: Good. All right. See you. Bye. Bye.